I mean, you would think so, but you know, some yeah. of these rappers today is just well, most of these rappers nowadays. Definitely, and you know, it's funny we we talk about rappers like uh, Twenty One Savage or the Uzi Bros that we don't like, but if they weird in their lyrics and then they weird in real life. It's like, damn, they actually realer than some of the real rappers that we like. But that, they ain't rappers. They no, they, they not rappers. Street but niggas. Far being, but, but far as being true to their art, though, because you got some street rappers that rap street, and they not really from the streets. Oh, no, it's real. And then you got some of them wearing, like, it's 21 Stabbers, right? Mm-hmm. And he's a, he, people say he's a weird rapper, yeah, he did some wild. He's, he's really from the streets, though. Yeah, he's he wild. But same so, thing with Chief Keef. Yeah, yeah, wild. yeah. And I don't like the rap, but I'm just but saying, like, like they, they, more, they more true to the art. <laughs> Go ahead and just... You know, get start you with some Nas real quick. Um, okay. I like Nas, you know what I'm saying? But he's a great storyteller. But he's not like whole because his street credibility is way more stacked than Nas. Like, mm. like whole said, you ain't witnessing, you, you know, witnessing for your folk pad. That's Nas. Like, he's a good storyteller. He watched him from the sport. She wasn't really in the field. Yeah. It's just fine. You don't have to be in the field. But if somebody that's in the field, I, I'm going to take that. I like not like Joe, I like whole perspective. Put it that way, but then again, you had like take two chains and uh, Shorty Low. I like Shorty Low. Rest but in peace. If you uh, Shorty Low and Two Chains, both of them was in the streets. But I've listened to Two Chains say, "Hey man, I was in the streets, but Shorty Low was on a whole nother level." No, but you know, I, was two I, I, know, I know that dude. Yeah. That's why I like Shorty Low. See, yeah. and Shorty Low wasn't he wasn't good lyrically to me though. But he was better because I knew dude, that he street, really he lived real. life. He lived, he lived what he was so when he would about, say, yeah. "I come through and something yeah. real," I'm like, "Yeah, he, that's, okay. that's he true." Really Before he's rapping, yeah. he was coming okay. to that. You know, you know what I'm saying? He's done that. Yeah, yeah. so he's rapping about what he's doing. Yeah. I like that. Um, okay. Shout out to Nas though. Um, I gotta turn that off real quick though. All right. Um, so for the people that don't know, I said I was gonna try to branch out and get uh, you know, some more some more shows under my podcast under the Mortal Masters um brand at least, and. Of course, my one of my first go-to people was Q. You know, of course. Uh, For sure. I went to you first when I started the podcast, my own, and then mm-hmm. now I'm trying to branch out. Can you again? You you somebody that always got something to say. You know what I'm saying? Um, you do your research. You you think. You know what I'm saying? You are innovative. You know what I'm saying? You you, you got your you got your own intelligence. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to a lot of certain uh, categories, especially black stuff, mm-hmm. which is predominantly what this is going to be about, right? Yes, what it's going to be about. It's how. How how we need to be objectively objectively looking at the news and the exactly. things that CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, BBC, all these news stations they give us a story, but there's stories in between those stories that either they miss or that we miss because we ain't paying attention to it. So I'm just trying to bring attention to those things. Though. What would that What would that be called though? Because you said some earlier about that as far as DS. I don't know, man. I might do a vote. It needs to be the the Negro news. Half hour of black power. I, I, for some reason, I that, that's sticking out to me because I feel like that'd be dope to put every 30 minutes, you know, because then you can just come record, boom, and put it out, you know what I'm saying? This half hour, it, have, it could be 45 minutes because. So be it. Be black, <laughs> so we know that the time's not going to be right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah it's gonna half be. hour is definitely going to mean 45 minutes to yeah. 60 minutes, you know, At <laughs> you know least. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so half hour of black power, we'll call it that and run with it. I like that. I like that. I like that. So it's birth here. Um, DSFR, you just mentioned as far as doing your own research. Yeah, this is going to be a, 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 a moniker that we use because um, during the course of, of this show, you, we're going to hear stuff that um, I'm going to base it on fact, but then I'm going to probably be opinionated with it. But you somebody that, you know, you got a good opinion. You, 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 your intellectual yeah, try skills to. is up there, you know what I'm saying? Tell them about yourself real quick. Uh, you went to, what school you went to? Uh, I went to uh, Fort Valley State University. Graduated uh uh, 2002. Okay. Uh, went to school for business management. And 2002 then, uh, was a good year. Go ahead. Yeah, but I got out of school and uh, realized that uh, my mom likes to say I realized that I was black. 
<laughs> Son of the world don't give a, so don't really care about me. Yeah. You woke up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Before we get too deep into some of the stuff you're going to talk about, right? I do want to ask you, because you said the kind of subject. Now, mind you, this is not my show. This is your show. But, mm-hmm. And um, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, of course. No, of course. I just want to ask some things, because as time goes <laughs> on, it's going to be times you're going to be doing it solely on your own. So I want to get some things out, out in the way mm-hmm. right now. Um, how do you feel about the term woke? I'm asking this because... I shouldn't ask you that question first. I should have said what I want to say first and ask you a question. I'm trying to work on my interview skills. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> I'm asking you that because I did watch an interview today with Marlon Wayans on The Breakfast Club, and he did say something that that, uh, that caught my attention a little bit. I made jokes about woke and you need, you need some sleep, da-da-da-da. And I, I believe in that. I stand behind it and I say mm-hmm. when it comes to that. But he did mention a point that it was a time in society where black people were asleep. So now we do need the emergence of a lot of woke, quote-unquote, people. Mm-hmm. Because for so long, black community was sleeping, <clears throat> i.e. Uh, Obama, his term, that yeah. whole eight years. Sleeping, I mean, thinking that we were doing something because we had a black president in office, right? It's part of so it. you have to wake up because now you realize, okay, well, shit, they, they didn't really do anything. Mm, so we, Exactly. While we slept, we should have been woke at that time, you know? And I'm not trying to say I'm not a woke person, you know, at least not yet. I don't know. Maybe I'll get my light like you saw one day. But... What's your, what's your feeling on, on that term, at least? Do you uh, think it's used out of context? You know, Woke is about to be a term that's going to be worn out. And it's not going to be... That's funny. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's serious, man. Because, I mean, I've been I've been on the same vibe for a few years now. I mean, just kind of... At one point, I just said, look, I'm basically going to dedicate my Facebook page to, to, to the liberation, the salvation of the black nation. So that's what I do. Everything I put on there, I want it to be informative. Playing with the bars. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but people think is you know, they like, okay, then you got other people who take woke to the next level. I mean, I understand knowing your history, that's good. My thing is, if you, knowing the history is great. Being progressive with that history is mm. where we need to be. When I say being woke, yeah, just because I know that... Uh, because the, because I know that Lower Egypt is Upper Egypt and Upper Egypt is Lower Egypt and what called Egypt it was actually called Kusha Kemet way back. I know oh. all of that. I understand, but if you bring we it forward, we even seven minutes in. Quentin got to school. Man, don't talk about man. But Ain't if you bring it forward, it's like what are we going to do to put ourselves back in that in that position of the Kushites? Well, Definitely. we were kings and queens. What do we have to do now? Because right now we've been asleep. We let the oppressors put us to sleep. They put us to sleep through religion. They done put us to sleep through uh, uh, all kinds of oppression. And now we're almost complacent in a sleep state. Sucking place. So I feel like it's it's, it's perfect. That was perfect. I see what he did there. I see what he did there. Uh, I want to get to that post. Uh, I want to get to the the Grammys. First of all, shout out to everybody that won the Grammys, the Oscars. Shout out to everybody that won the Oscar. You know, Mm -hmm. if you you still care about that, that's cool. If you don't, you know, whatever. But Jordan Peele, he won an Oscar, if I'm mistaken, for Get Out, right? Get Out. Speaking of sunken place, um, what was your take on that? Because you had an interesting take on that, and you, it's, it's almost like what you just said, as far mm-hmm. as the whole sleep woke, getting out that mental state. Because you mentioned, uh, if I, I don't know if you know your words but what, what did you say about that? It is that was it's 2018, and and, and white folks uh, are trying to convince us that everything is okay now. It's all about equality, this, that, and everything is fair. And even though we see different, we're still in 2018. You're still having black first. Yeah. That, that, so that, this that, is your first you say, yeah. black, uh, first black uh, writer to do this, that, and the other. It's like, why are we still doing this first thing? You see what I'm saying? I mean, unless it's if it's as far back in the past as you want us to believe, then why are we still having first black anything? 
you said that. You said, and uh, I'm going to just quote it. It says, 2018, people claim oppression is so far back in the past and that race relations are better. If this is the case, why are we still celebrating black first achievements? In other words, oppression and mistreatment of blacks on all plateaus of it's clearly in sight and in the rear view. It's not far moved at all. That's right. When I say 50 years ago, let's just say 60 years ago. 60 years ago was today. 1968? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. That's when Martin Luther King was killed. I mean, my parents was alive. Not my grandparents. My parents was alive. So, I mean, it's like, it's not that far back. I mean, it's like, like when Martin Luther King died, they said, okay, we're just going to make all the Negroes even equal with us now. <laughs> it didn't happen like that. I mean, we just celebrated the first writer last week, uh, this week. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Why would we wonder, do that in 1969? Because we had great movies then, I too. do wonder yeah. how much of this is... You ever know how in, like, R&B or, like, songs, sometimes it's ghost writers? Mm. I wonder if we have any ghost writers, like, as far as screenplays and stuff you know like that. Do, man. And it's like, uh, maybe somebody got their credit for it. You and- see the lady for The Matrix? The Matrix? She had to win her lawsuit because she actually wrote the movie for The Matrix. They stole it from her. And came up with the trilogy, you know, she Matrix. Black? Yeah, she was black. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, a black lady. Uh, that D- comes DSFR. From, yeah, but I'm about to say DSFR. <laughs> if you don't know what that means, tell that them what means it means. Do some fucking research, straight up. <laughs> DSFR. Yes, it was a black woman who wrote the Matrix, you and she it. did sue them for making that trilogy. And she won. Yeah, she won. Wow. She won a couple million, a few million. Uh, no, not a couple million. A, a, a good. She won a big, nice little chunk. Do you feel like with, with, with the movies that was last year, just this, this, this the Grimes real quick with Jordan Peele, like? I, I kind of feel like uh, they had to give it to him. Mm. Not only based on the impact of the movie. Mind you, you talking impact, think about the budget he had. Small budget, but the number was very wide. You know what I'm saying? That 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 margin was just crazy. But not even the money aspect, just... I was saying this, right? People say, oh, yeah, it's cool. the movie was cool, but it wasn't it wasn't scary. The concept was, was fucking scary. I mean, it depends on who that, you are. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Depends on the color of your skin. Exactly. If you, if you, or if you're black and you just, you, you, you got a trash body, then yeah, it's not scary. Did you hear about the ultimate ending? The what? The ultimate I seen, ending? I, I seen it. Matter of fact, on my, on my actual podcast, I, yeah. maybe you could do that. Maybe I'll give it to you to do that. Yeah, maybe if you do that. I didn't really get a chance got, to see the got, whole thing. I got I Get Out on a DVD. It's so mm-hmm. like a special edition copy or whatever. I yeah. never opened it. Oh, okay. And um, maybe you can give out a prize for people listening to the podcast and like that. You know, first do something, I'll give it to ah. you, give it out to them. But yeah, um, I was saying the concept to me is fucking scary because if you look good or you you got some good like okay have good genes nice hair right I'm looking at us right nice hair mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying obviously you have the ways like you have a couple weeks ago like me but we're not gonna talk about that but you know uh, <laughs> I'm thinking about the things they would want to take from me yeah nice hair I mean just the melanin alone I want all that you know what I'm saying just the melanin alone is enough <laughs> you know what that's that's another good word that's another good word that's the word that might be over about, about to be over lose a, a little bit, but I like it right now. Well, people you know are not really understanding what they just, the, they, they the, the richness rich is, and yeah, they think it just mean black. That's it. That's it. <laughs> but melanin is a, is, is a lot stronger than just being black. It's, but they need to do some fucking research. Do some fucking research because I'm you, um, we are the original people of the sun, the sun, the, the son of God. Think about it now. <laughs> but with, with, with the with, with the the get out. Do you, do you agree that that's why it could be considered a horror because of the concept being scary, not so much the not so much the, the movie. Well, the movie, I mean, it, it has, was, it it was more of a thriller. Thriller, yeah. You know, but they tried to categorize it as comedy at one point. I heard, which was like 
Come on, I mean, because Jordan Peele is a comic. Uh, that sounds like know? a, but to me, I'm not trying to bring this up at all, mm-hmm. but that sounds like them somebody saying shut up and dribble, like stay in your lane. You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you over? Listen, it's funny. Yeah. But because you're funny. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't be over here because, you know, I, I, I feel like they're no, telling uh, shut up I, and dribble. No, I agree. <laughs> so that just me, though. Yeah. I don't know if anybody took that from that, but when, they, when I heard that and I seen the thing with LeBron, they don't want us to branch out. There are some things that you we know? can do serious, and if we do them serious, then it changes the landscape. Kind of like uh, uh, Black Panther. Now, seeing that most of uh, Hollywood is liberal, and that a couple of years ago we had this whole, hey, y'all ain't got enough Negroes doing this, and y'all keeping us out. And they gave, um, uh, what's the brother, who uh, uh, Ryan Coogler? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, 200, 200 million dollar budget? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, they gave him a nice budget to make it. But, but you he, see what they did. They were like, they gave him a $200 million budget expecting for him to fail. You know what, though? <laughs> I'm going to say this, too. Quiet is kept. People don't, I think, I, I, I do like hype, but I don't I don't like hype for my own reason. But this mm-hmm. is one I do like hype for because people are like, oh, I like Ryan Cool, he's a good director, he's a good director. But they don't know he's been doing movies for a couple years now. He did the, mm-hmm. the Fruitville Station. Fruitville Station. I love that movie. I feel like it didn't get the attention it deserved mm-hmm. because of the story. People didn't want to watch the story. Yeah. I love the movie to death. It was it, it, it was heartful to me. I know, Fruitville Station. Um, the Creed, Creed. Creed, yep. Two classic movies, you know what I'm saying? So... He, he, he's been he, he only was going to go up from there but I think they did want him to fail obviously mm-hmm. but anything was going to have the impact they have and uh, he did a great job no they expected it to fail I know yeah they, they, they expect we give that. you a 200 million dollar budget and you're not going to make this back but you can't say that Hollywood is exactly is we biased. gave you a chance this chance to blew up way beyond they could have possibly imagined. So I want to see what his next movie they is going to be. Are they going to do the next already? Movie, they huh? already done oh, yes. recoup five times already. From but that. you know how many times are they going to give this black man a chance with that kind of a budget to make a movie? Well, right now all he got, he doing is Black Panther. He's straight. Yeah. He, he can just keep doing Black Panther. He be yeah, 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 You know yeah, what I'm saying? I know. And just like the <laughs> actors, the actors in that movie now, yeah. they, ain't got, they ain't never got to do nothing else. The Chad Boswick dude, he can be he going to get paid. Five times whatever he would get paid now, just to be Black Panther wherever he go. And you know I like so that's dope. I like him because he's played in some good movies. You know, I, I, he played in some good movies. I didn't like James Brown. I'm not gonna lie, but I'm not here to bash him because I like the fact that he was able to play James Brown, mm-hmm. Thurgood Marshall, which I didn't see yet. Jackie but Robinson. Jackie Robinson, like he, that's his thing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it's dope that he got to play the Black Panther. So it was like we kept we, we were joking him for getting all these black roles, and it's like, <laughs> haha. But you know, I was cooking up the other black one you right here. You know, you about you know to be Bobby Seale, right? I didn't know that. No, I'm just joking. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna come out with the real Black Panthers. I'm about to say, that would be oh. dope, though. But see, they ain't got no move. They got a couple of movies on Black Panthers, but they ain't gonna do that. Speaking of, like, you know, just 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 to kind of go away from film, whatever, okay, and be because, like, um, with the Jordan Peele, though, yeah. just to get back to what you were saying, mm-hmm. as far as um, us not being far removed from whatever we're going through, um, what's some way you think we can kind of fix that? Then, if that's, I mean, the, oh, yeah, the only, I mean, realistically, we need to start doing things for our own. For our, for ourselves, uh, what we do a lot of times is uh, I mean, historically our parents, well my parents, were always looking for acceptance from white folks. You know, even Martin Luther King, God rest the King, but I mean he was like you know equality this, equality that. Malcolm X on the other hand was more like, hey, we can do it for ourselves. And 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 in 2018, there's a lot of stuff that we have. We if we do it for us, we can do it ourselves. Mm-hmm. That way. I mean, if you got a whole, if we got a, a black Grammy, 
You ain't gotta have no first black. If it's first black, because it's the first annual Grammys. <laughs> Everybody in here wins tonight, and y'all are the first black, you know, black it, Grammys it, type stuff. It's funny you said it because you don't <laughs> say or oh, the first black to win a BET award. When's the last you know time you had the first white? Me? Anybody? Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about something else. When's the uh, last time you had the first white anything? They don't say the first white anything. They may say the first man to walk on the moon. They don't say the first white man. You're right. That's what I'm saying. You're right. You got you're right. that shit is when you wake up. You got to get past I, I, that. I think, we got to get past I that. I think I remember Sonya speaking about how he, she feels like uh, race is uh, race is like black and white is similar to male and female. And you, what you saying, what you just said, Paul, mm-hmm. like the first, I agree because we say man, we don't say woman. We say man to as for human. Yeah. So it's like men are, are automatically more superior. Which, you know what I'm saying? That goes so we say first way. man on the moon. So mm-hmm. we think white is more superior. We don't say first white man on the moon. Mm-hmm. But if it's a black man, we say first black man on the moon. Exactly. So Categorizing that, us. Same thing like with African American. What's an American? That's true. And then they'd be like, well, you're not black, you're African American. Well, I gotta be. I mean, Shalise Theron is from South Africa. Is she African American? Mm. Or is she just white? Or since she got a citizenship, is she just an American? That is true, yeah. I, I wonder. I, I, I be wondering <laughs> stuff like that, too. That's, but I mean, I, I don't quit wondering. And that's why I'm classified as woke. Fuck that. I'm, I'm not, I'm not uh, thinking about that hey, no that's, more. That's funny. Like, when you, when you start <laughs> wondering, you automatically woke. <laughs> that's, hey, you need to write that down. That's actually a, that's actually a good, yeah, a good, uh, but a good thing to to, to 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 you know go further on in, in the future. Exactly. If I start looking as myself as a true equal, so they call then you I, woke. I quit hyphenating you no longer my name. Wondering. Okay. Yeah, I quit hyphenating my name. I, like I quit that, worrying man. about the religion. I quit worrying about the first to do this and the first to do that. If I'm truly supposed to be equal, I'm just doing that. Well. um... <laughs> That was dope. I, I like that. See, this is already a good feel. I think you're going to do good with this stuff. You, you got, you got I hope this. I so, man. I want to uh, get the word out. <laughs> let's talk about this thing you want, because you had a couple of times you want to talk about, and I want. I know you want to end with one thing, but let's talk about this real quick. The uh, Betty Shelby. Betty Shelby. Betty Shelby was the police officer, female white police officer in Tulsa, Oklahoma, that uh, killed uh, Terrence Crutcher. Am I saying his last name right? Crutcher, yes. yes Terrence yes. Crutcher. Um, brother broke down in the middle of the street. They had the helicopters all on him. If you didn't see it on TV, he had his hands up and was saying, "Hey, my keys are in the car. Let me go in the car." With his hands up the whole time, five or six police surrounded him. The cop in the helicopter was apparently the husband or the boyfriend of Betty Shelby on the ground. His words were, "Quote unquote, that's a big, scary-looking dude." So he said something to that effect. Anyway, with his hands in the air. Going to his vehicle, she shot him, she killed him. Wow. And it's all on video. I I, I don't wanna <laughs> I don't wanna skip over what you said, but I wanna make a note that they talk about teachers having guns. Mm. And I was saying that it'd be crazy because cops are trained to use their guns and they fuck up every day. Come on. Why what, what, what would a teacher Teacher gonna, she would, they gonna, she gonna kill Tyrone. Trying to do every. You time. can't even call Tyrone no more because he dead. No, exactly. <laughs> to that's him. a that's a terrible idea. I mean, if you want to have armed guards in the school, then fine. But to give a teacher a gun, trust me, I know some very unstable teachers right now that I can call on. <laughs> but I, I think your, your your point you were trying to make with the whole you know Betty Shelby thing was the fact that. Uh, she's, she's back patrolling back the streets as a full-time sheriff's deputy. Oh yeah, I didn't finish. She um, not only did she plead not guilty, but she was found not guilty. And as of uh, March fifth, she's back on patrol. She's now, back just, on the block. 
Yes, you should do a thing again. Now the thing is, hunt. Just yeah, hunt. Basically, hunt. <laughs> Last what it was two weeks ago, we had a teacher at Glen Hills High School that uh told a student that was throwing books at him. Um, I I push your fucking head through the wall if you throw another book at me. Fired him. Gone and have a career anymore. None for, of that. For a verbal. For a verbal assault, if you want to put it that way. But I meant verbal assault versus cold blooded murder. She got a job back. He's looking for one now. It's crazy when you <laughs> compare the two. I'm thinking right now. You know, I'm, I'm more. I try to think both sides, and I'm thinking right now how both things compared to. They both was fed up. Apparently, right? He cursed. She shot. Oh, Terrence Crusher <laughs> ain't even throw a book. That's crazy. At least the kid threw a book. That's <laughs> wild, man. You know what I'm saying? So what? What would have happened if Terrence Crusher would have thrown the book? But what's your what's your take on on those kind of things? I know. I mean, what you want to talk about? Yeah, it's like, um, like that. when are we gonna wake up and see that that us in black society are not being treated fair and we're gonna have to do something in order to get change I mean it's uh, praying don't work praying for 500 years I'm sorry if you go to church go to church Sunday I, I, I applaud you but it's not doing anything for our situation right now I'm a, uh, I'm marching a, is not doing anything for our situation right now it, it, it is in the 60s it's no, not gonna no. do it now the United States the last time it's the marching though. worked it, 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 it looks cute to yeah. say million man march Mar- you know and that's cool it, it seems tiring for one. Um, a march. You know what a march gets done. Let's, let's do know that they marching. Yeah, I mean you got legs, cool. And down they, when they swipe you with that baton and they, they break them, then you can't walk no more. I right? mean I'm not saying I would never say go out here and kill anybody. I think we need to plan, plan, plot, and strategize way better than what we're doing right now. But if you look at the Charlottesville and all those white supremacists that went up in Charlottesville, Virginia. They killed somebody. They still didn't get demonized. Right. Not the way that right. they're supposed to right. get demonized. Right. But they're fighting for some. They're fighting for rights because we getting uh, quote unquote some rights. This is not your country. You're not going to take it from us. Y'all immigrants not going to come in and to prove that we're going to come out here with our AR-15s, AK-47s, and our little ride gear, and we're going to kill a nigga. When they killed somebody, and then they went back home. When we think about get out, when we think about and I, all this stuff, it actually pieced together perfectly with how we talking, and it's not planned at all. I don't have these notes written down to plan it, but mm-hmm. I'm still gluing stuff together. When you think about the Jordan Pill you said about him, think about the, the get out and just mm-hmm. the, the narrative of it, right? Mm-hmm. And how whites do fear. Reason why they probably fear us because our our body type, like you said, the, the genetic all, all annihilation. Stuff, yeah, and then you think about. The, her killing this guy, you know, for no reason, and just all the, all the cases like it, right? What's, what, what's your take from it? Like, why does it happen? Why? Well, what's is happening? It? Well, you gotta think, um, and and this is it's a controversial point, but it's pretty clear, clear and cut to me. And once people start to think this and actually notice this, in order to fight somebody, if you want to win, if you want to win, you have to know your enemy. You have to know him. You can think you know your enemy, and you already done lost. This is this is Sun Tzu, uh, the Forty Eight Laws of Power. If you don't know your enemy and know uh, know that you're gonna win, then you already lost. If you think you're gonna win, then you already lost. When I say white people go anywhere and they conquer and kill everybody who's there throughout history, this is what they've done, and they have to conquer everything, whether it be the jungle, whether it be the ocean, whether it be each other, whatever it is. They have to kill and conquer. It's almost in their DNA. They hunt deer. When they couldn't hang <laughs> niggas no more, they was like, we hunt deer, we hunt elephants, we hunt anything that can be hunted. It's in their DNA to have to kill. It sounds real controversial, but you got to show me where it's not. Because how many black 
school shooters have you seen that just go in and murk everybody? Niggas going to school, they shooting. I want to kill I, that dude. Yo, I, I, listen, listen. I'm not, trying, I'm, not, I'm not trying to plug my podcast, but mm-hmm. definitely Monday, Motor Master podcast goes no, on. It's fine. But I just, I just said this in my podcast. I said, mm-hmm. you know, when I came up, if somebody brought a gun to school, it was for that particular person they was beefing with. Exactly. And anybody else was an innocent bystander. Yeah. That got shot. But they wasn't trying to shoot that person, you know. And they, they damn sure didn't bring no AKs and like that. Oh, well, even if Little they deuce, did, deuce, they maybe in your boot. One guy. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, I can't, I can't beat his ass. I'm gonna beat, I'm gonna shoot him or whatever it can be. They got gun going. It's that one person, but you got little Timmy and um, they just come in. They, they want to kill the whole school. Yeah, see what I see Put going some shit on. That going on at home, probably. Oh, yeah, but what I see going on is no. You have, and what we have to realize as black people is right now we have what they call us black on black crime. What you have now is white people, conservatives fighting against white people, liberal liberals. They the the ones that are doing these crimes. Most of the time, if you look at their background, there's some kind of conservative. Alt right, uh, uh, white nationalists, and wh- don't get white nationalists mixed up with. They're still white supremacists, but don't. It's it's a difference between the white nationalists and the, and the Klansmen. You know what I'm saying? It's hate versus. Uh, it's still a kind of a hate, but it's like just as long as we can show that we're superior, and we need and we can preserve our race. <laughs> white nationalists is what that is. But I'm saying you got white nationalists here, and you got liberals here. When you have those two to clash, and they talking about some well, do we need to get rid of guns? And one half of them saying no, and half of them saying yeah. They were like, "Well, well, well we're gonna kill you then." Think about it. Uh, right. Dylan Roof was a white nationalist. He came into the church. This guy down here, Cru- uh, Cruz, Nicholas Cruz, that, that down in Florida. Yeah, he was a part of a group that they never even talked about called the uh, Republic of Florida, white nationalist group. They hey, wanted to give him it. autism and everything else, but he shouldn't have had no gun because he was autistic. Uh, diagnosis autistic at age eleven. Why did he? Why was he even able to get a gun? And he was part of a white nationalist group that they're not talking about. Just real quick, the I want to say you, you know these things because you yeah. did your fucking research. Exactly, DSFR. But they did not talk about him being a part of a white nationalist group called the Republic of Florida. And you know that. And they trained him. But you know that not from the news, from you going and me doing the research. Exactly. It's dope. It's dope. They did not. This is homegrown terrorism, and it's condoned. Donald Trump ain't saying nothing about it. Ain't none of the senators in Florida or congressmen. Or, none of them are saying that. And they know for a fact, even the group itself, the Republic of Florida, DSFR, said, hey, at first they said, yeah, we helped research. train them. And then after that, they were like, nah, he's not a part of our group. But then they said some of the other guns that they had, they handed them some of those guns and they trained them. What's the difference between him and me setting up a... a, a I ain't gonna say me, but let's just say Osama bin Laden setting up a, a ISIS training camp in the middle of Nebraska. What's the difference? It's not because he's a Muslim. <laughs> it's because this dude is white. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Ain't nobody got no problems with it. So that is what I'm saying. When I say woke, wake up, this is what I'm talking about. How are you gonna not be awoke to see that these things are happening right in front of us and nobody's saying nothing? And if you're okay with nobody saying anything... Then, then you either have a problem or you're setting yourself up for a problem. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Us as black folks ain't got time for that right now. But that, that, <laughs> I'm glad, that's why I'm saying, when you're doing this, the more and more you do it, you can get the word out there, you know what I'm saying? Just people that do kind of agree with you or either they agree with you they want to learn more because mm-hmm. it's, it's one thing to post something when you're saying it yeah. you're more winded you know you got to worry about how you word it you yeah, can say exactly. what you want to say curse you drink a little stuff you're drinking whatever <laughs> and you, you get it out there you know exactly. what I'm saying you um, I want to see I, I'm, I'm going to skip something because I, I said we're going to do this but you mentioned mm-hmm. that the world 
is preparing itself for a female president. And I want you to get in this because mm-hmm. we can segue to next thing and go there. But what was your uh, <laughs> thing on that? Well, um, first off, who's uh, the president? You, you just say it's gonna be a woman. You, you don't know. Who no, exactly I, I who. got an idea who is gonna be, or at least who's gonna be one of the top two contenders. For first off, uh, it's, it's a, a, approximately 500 people that's running for Senate, government, or president for 2020. How many? Uh, approximately 500. How you know this? Uh, DSFR. Oh, okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, there, uh, and then there are also 70 scientists, which is scary to me. I don't want a scientist as president. Uh, well, we're gonna segue into that later. Okay. Seventy scientists, no, running for, running for different, um, different parts of government. Okay. Senators, okay, okay. congressmen. Um, remember, it used to be a bunch of lawyers. Still is a bunch of lawyers, but now scientists can't trust them. That's a whole other story. But if you look at all the sexual harassment claims that have come up since Donald Trump has mm. become president, there is a push. Remember the Me Too movement? It's a push for women to be empowered at this point. This is a repeat step back. of history. I'm trying to step out of that, y'all. Well, go ahead. Yeah. This is, oh, it's gonna, I, I want some <laughs> of the women to hit me up on this and correct me if I'm wrong. They will. Go ahead. This is a repeat of what happened in the 1960s, late 1960s, when they had the Women's Lib Movement. What the Women's Lib Movement did was take, take the, the punch out of the Black Power Movement because a lot of our black women joined with white women. Understand? White women's uh, uh, nemesis at that time were white men. Okay. So all they wanted to do was split the power with white men. Of course, they needed the power of all women, not just white women, in order to do that. The thing is, they took power from our movement, which was the black movement, and our movement got dismantled by Pro. And, and the rest is history. Now history repeats, as it always does. Except now they're going to use our black women again, because we still have a struggle in terms of race, but they're going to use our black women to get a female elected. I just want black women out there to know once a white female gets elected and they throwing Oprah Winfrey in the in the mix like she may run, she may or she may not run. Understand? Oprah Winfrey's not going to win. Yeah, if but she does, she's not going to win though. She's not going to win. Who's going to win? It's probably going to be Nikki Haley. Mm. I, I'm not going to lie. I need, I'm going to have to DSFR because yeah. I don't know who that is. She, is. she was the former governor of South Carolina. I don't want anybody that was a governor of any place in the South to uh, <laughs> to be the president. I'm gonna tell you right now. She's also uh, Indian, red dot, not feather. Excuse the language, but I don't know how to. Not the problem with that, but I mean, she's part of the Trump. She's um she's on the uh, foreign foreign relations committee. She's uh so she didn't get the ban. No, no, but she's um she she's she's no she she didn't got kicked out. She's making her rounds around the world. She's getting. Uh, global recognition for doing what she's doing right now. Notice you ain't seen Nikki Haley's name on anything. All this stuff going on in the Trump White House, you ain't heard Nikki Haley. And the only time you do hear her is when she's making a powerful statement against the UN, United Nations, or something like that. What I'm saying is, she's probably going to be the next candidate for a well, Republican president because the Republicans don't want to lose power. So just just so I, just to clarify real quick, anybody listening, uh, maybe they want clarification on this. Are you pretty much saying that? The Me Too women, you know, you have to, not, not that you have a problem with the Me Too mm-hmm. women or anything yeah, like right. that, but what you're saying is that I have a problem with the, black women being in the Me Too movement because Me Too means you and me, black women, not <laughs> white women and black women. I mean, white. This, I mean, it's not the. We don't need to separate those lines, but they're going to remind you that you are a black woman once they get in power. This gotcha, is not for gotcha. you. But no, I, I, I get, I get that. What I'm mm-hmm. saying is, 
you're not saying that you don't. Because some people, some people say they don't like, they don't like me to move at all because they feel like it's a bunch of lies or whatever case may be. Mm-hmm. And I had talks with people about me too moving out when I when I bring it up. Mm-hmm. So I try to joke on it. But what I'm saying is, what I'm asking you is, you're saying that it, the reason why it could be blown up way it's blown up right now is because they're trying to. Navigate to get a woman in office, so you get the woman's sympathy at this point, some some, some way somehow. It's propaganda, and not saying that, not saying that it's lies because you can't be sympathetic to the woman because no, of stuff they're going be through. True. But they're putting it on a front scale now. They could have been this in the '90s, they could have been this early, but now they're doing it now for timing, right? It's propaganda, man. The timing is perfect. Hillary Clinton had a had a, a women's rally, a woman's base, but they lost it. It's still there. It, but isn't Oprah part of that? Is she a part of that? I mean, I, I think she she said she's been she's been abused. Oprah on that, right? so she got a story. Yeah, but she's yeah, and and when she tells her story, if she comes out other than what she wrote in books and whatnot, and what she's saying on the show, if she comes out on a on a on a on a um, presidential level and tells her story, who's not gonna feel Oprah? Thing is, if you got a yin, you got a yang. The yang to Oprah's yin is gonna be. Nikki Haley, because she's going to be the Republican candidate. If Oprah runs, she would be the Democratic candidate. I can't see uh, Hillary Clinton doing it, and I can see a few other ones running, but I mean, you have to just I'm saying, me too. Do you think it's more so um, what's being done, or or maybe who's it being done to, so it can kind of get like the popularity out there, possibly? Or you think it's just, let's just get a, let's just round up anybody that got a, a Me Too story. Whether it's true or not, whatever it can be, I'm not trying to judge it. Like that. No, no. I believe, I believe most of them. Women's have women have a, a, a Me Too story. The thing is, they're going to use that as propaganda to get all. What woman is not going to be behind a story of rape or exactly, exactly. something like okay. that? What woman is not going to? And then you got a figure like Donald Trump, and I was grabbed by the pussy. You, I mean, they voted for him, even though he said that. But now <laughs> they have a chance to rally their base. I this, their base is just Trump. the base has a, a vagina. <laughs> you know what okay. I'm saying? And I quoted when I quoted. You know, I ain't <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But I'm quoting <laughs> Trump. Hey, he's the president. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying that's what he said. So, all right, so I'm just so that's just. I'm not. I'm, just, I'm not saying it's a hot take. It mm-hmm. might be for some. You know, yeah. that you feel like it's gonna be one president, president, Look but ahead. you're basing it off how how big the Me Too movement is moving. It's going to be a woman, and Nikki Haley is the only woman in power that's gaining experience right now, that's been a governor, that's in the Trump White House, that is not being talked about because she has got to be the female candidate for the Republican Party. Today is when I said that. No, I actually said it like five or six months ago, but I'm telling you now. Three, six, Nikki 18. Haley is going to be probably PM. the number one or number two contender in 2020 when she runs for president. She may have to go against Trump. And if she does drop out, it'll be like late 2018. Well, um, so she can start a campaign. Just so we, I mean, I know if any females are, you know, listening. Uh, I'm not sure how they would feel right now. I don't think you're saying out the way. I, I get what you're saying no, now. I'm not, I'm not against the Me Too movement. I'm just saying, just watch the propaganda. This is this is where I say we got to talk between the gaps. We got to read between the lines. It ain't that. It ain't that you're not a Me Too. It's just that they're gonna use this tool in order to push an agenda. Understand when it comes to black folks, regardless if you're a man or a woman, everything is about an agenda. Because what they don't want us to do is get our shit together. Agenda. Black folks, everything yeah. about it. Let's speak about that. What do you think? Because I'm trying to segue into what you're mm-hmm. going to. What is the agenda for the NCAA mm. men's basketball? You talk about loopholes, or you talk about, uh, and it, you know, 
using this, that, and third. It says here, NCAA cites 13th Amendment slavery loophole when arguing why they shouldn't pay student athletes. The 13th Amendment that. was the amendment that said uh, slavery is illegal. Okay. Okay. It also said that the only free labor is prison labor. So, this is the argument that the NCAA lawyers decided to use in order to bad say why of, we should bad not pay. Of words. Yeah. But do you uh, feel like. Bad lawyers. Or, you, or, do you, or do you feel like maybe they said that so that people can say. Well, we treat all we are treating like slaves. Cause why would you why would you cite the? Well, slavery is the thing. That's that that freed slavery. They treat them like prisoners. The Thirteenth Amendment. It was a, a case that another guy used. Uh, Van Sykes versus Peters. Yeah, Basically, yeah, it was yeah. a, a guy that was uh, in prison that said, "Look, man, they got me working forty hours a week and they ain't paying me nothing." And they used the Thirteenth Amendment to say, "Hey, according to this Thirteenth Amendment, prison labor is supposed to be free." So they start paying them a dollar hour. Yeah, well, I, whatever, yeah, whatever <laughs> yeah, but, they get, but they don't have to. I guess that's being the smart incentive. Like, like normally. The thing is, if you're going to use this same uh, statute to go after uh, students, is it like, I mean, you seen um, Higher Learning before? Yeah, I watched it, yeah. Run, nigga, run. What you going to do? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We right here. You meant to tell me that I have to work. I'm, I'm basically a prisoner of UConn or Duke or, you know, uh, Georgia Tech. Because and you're not gonna pay me because I'm a prisoner of your college. I mean, is that what you're saying? Are you equating me to a, a prisoner? I, you know, obviously to me, I, I, this is something I got um, more to say on than anything because I got a brother that played for you know NCAA exactly. mm-hmm. Division One school right now, and I, I will say, right, people, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm on, the, I'm on the same side as they should get paid, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, I want a brother that I want to get paid, you mm-hmm. know. But I, um, I, I, I paint a picture like this, right? Imagine you play. For, let's say I'm, I'm using my brother's example. Let's say he mm-hmm. played for Kyle. So you go to Kyle. Let's say the stadium is packed out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It fit. Let's say it fit ten thousand people in there, something like that. So ten thousand tickets is thirty dollars a pop. You know what I'm saying? So right there, we at what thirty thousand. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Possibly for the day, for that one game. Mind you, the boys and girls don't play together. Play together. It's just boys. It's mm-hmm. always one game. That's it. Yeah. Um, concession stand. You got all that stuff. Imagine as a player, right? He, he's in California We in Georgia mm-hmm. uh, My mom is working Let's say 45 hours a week She just, she barely making it I'm working 45 hours I'll be barely making it uh, So you got Piling back home You know they need money You can't ask money Because you know yeah. You gotta use the little money They give you Little tiny money They give you Which is They think they paying well, you It's a stipend money or something like Yeah that. but yeah, it's something you earn Because yeah. they want you to play for them Because mm-hmm. they want you to attend the school So that's something they have to give you if, They have to It's part of the requirement Because you have to go to that school yeah. Everybody gets a scholarship Even players are not playing basketball So you might be you might, Your scholarship might be less Than somebody that's playing basketball mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying That's not playing basketball I mean um, So let's paint that picture So you walk into the stadium You know what I'm saying You, you almost everything that uh, My brother averaged 15 points a game He did the highest Or average for, the, for, his, for his school right now mm-hmm. Let's say a bunch of people got California jerseys on. Number mm-hmm. 14, it's a brother number. You see, you know, 5,000 people with the jersey on. 14, yeah, go Don, go Kyle. Mm-hmm. Why shouldn't you get paid? Them jerseys going for $50 a pop. I'm saying at least a percentage if it's your jersey. Imagine, imagine, <laughs> imagine your school making more money off you, off your jersey for that school. Imagine your coach getting like 10 or 12 million. 
the coach, I, my brother coach <laughs> living in a, like, if I show you the picture of the house, it's still on campus. It's beautiful. Yeah, but the, 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 the houses that the coach stay in, the majority of the time, are owned by the college campus, which is the state-owned facility, which means they don't pay taxes and they don't pay rent on that. Shit is still beautiful. Mm-hmm. Look at this. I mean, I'm not saying I, I live in a I mean, that plus house, 11 yeah. million or 10 million or whatever. Um, get, yeah. when, I, when we visit, you know, it's like, it's not like the school say, hey, anytime you want to visit, yeah, we, get, we got a fund where you get uh, 2000 to five thousand dollars, so you mm-hmm. get up that at, and after that, your family got to start paying a visit. I had to kind of pocket both of them planes. I, I paid for, you know what I'm saying? I had to pay when I was in. I make Georgia money. I was yeah, in California yeah, for I a know. week. Georgia that money, shit California. messed me up. Yeah, Yo, I know that it did. Set me back. <laughs> chicken wing was like ten dollars. <laughs> chicken wing. Popeyes was expensive. I'm like, yo, wow. Popeyes is cheap where I'm at. This is this is fancy. Like you got. This is you take wifey to Popeyes out of California with Georgia money. You know what I'm saying? So. I, yeah, I agree. I think I do think that NCAA players should get some money, or at least take care of the family, or at least set up a trust fund for Has, their kids or when they, they have. They kids make too they much do, money to not do nothing for them to be average students. Exactly. This is what I'm saying. So let's just say a, a student TV every night. Yeah, but well, let's just say he three, four years. It looks like he's going to the league. He's averaging. Got scouts from the league looking at him. They telling him, "Yeah, you're gonna go in the first round or something like that." And in that last season. Blows his knee out, and they're like, "You're never gonna walk, or you're never gonna play again, or you're always gonna have a limp." If something like that happens, then what happens to the player? Like, he don't have nothing to fall back on. That's yeah. the only thing that kills yeah. me. What do you? Yeah. Have? I mean, you can at least say, "Well, you know what? I play hard for X school or whatever." But you know, when I have kids, they gonna go to this school for free, or I'm gonna have this bank account set up with X amount of dollars in it. It's not for me, it's for my kids because I put in work for the school. At this point, if you put in work for the school, it's basically slave labor. Yeah, yeah. And that's the statute they use. That's what I'm like, <laughs> damn. <laughs> what does a slave get paid? I'm an heir to a slave. I don't have shit. And then, you know, <laughs> like right now, you got a lot of things where like Arizona got getting caught with the FBI, FBI investigating now. So mm-hmm. the, before NCAA did their own, NCAA did their own investigations, which is trash, obviously, mm-hmm. you know that. But now the FBI is getting into it like, no, there are schools that's paying people to come to the school. Like, we're going to give you $100,000. What kid going to say no? Like, I, if, if, they, if, if I got a choice, and, and then you made this point before, you was like how... You think athletes start going to black schools like Howard or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. But this is why it messes up because if NCAA paid players to, to, to just, just did pay them, I think it'd be an even scale on, on what school people would go like back in the day. Uh, no, but see, this is where I mean, this is where you have to build character in the black community. This is why we have to have volunteer programs and, and and we have to have the. It takes the whole village. Thing is, they separated the village. It it goes all. I'm trying to bring it all back to why this thing needs to be all black. You see what I'm saying? If if we tell the kids, hey, look, yeah, uh, uh, UCLA is gonna offer you a hundred thousand dollars under the table, and you know your mama and the projects and exactly. your brothers, yeah, but. You need to go to this HBCU, but everybody's behind it. They can't give you a hundred thousand, but they can offer you, you know, an extra ten thousand dollar bonus that they gonna pay for your mama crib or whatever like that. Why, you know, we can do that on our own. We don't need no permission from nobody. Thing is, we be waiting for acceptance and permission. <laughs> Black colleges need to do their own shit. They privately own. We can do our own thing, and if they got a problem with it, then let them expose the problem, and then they'll also be exposing their racism. Why can't we do this? Mm. Put it out there. Say, oh no, nah, you can't pay for his mama's crib. Well, why not? 
Y'all under the table paying these yeah, dudes. But, they get a you, you don't have to. You don't have to say I'm paying so we can go there. You just say I'm paying because it's another black brother. I'm helping somebody in the struggle. But, you ain't got to say you know. Just, but we need all HBCUs to be on board with the same program. But then yeah. they gotta get a, a bigger budget. You gotta think. We think about school like I'm talking about school Arizona right now. It's in my uh, Pac-12. I know about that a lot because my brother's playing in Pac-12. But you got Arizona. It's it's saying that they offer one of the, the, the number one draft pick now. Mm-hmm. Ready to be when they say. 100, 100k. Mm-hmm. He's saying he don't know nothing about it, whatever. But that's what they're saying. That's that's just a story out there. I don't know how true it is or not. But you think about that, a hundred thousand dollars. You gonna say anyway? So you make more than that yeah, anyway. That's a lot of bread. But that's a good cushion for that year. Mom, stop. Hey, quit, 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 quit. Um, you gonna do this? And then it's like, can the HBCU uh, get the butt? Cause they can't get the budget for some of the stuff in the school. Tuskegee, I'm gonna say something real quick. The Tuskegee. Um, I know somebody went there And they said that Even on campus It was just trash Like people were getting robbed uh, It was like unsafe I mean it, it, it's, it's And it's it, like But when you think When you think about security And you want this this First round draft pick Who's to say And Alabama ain't no joke man No I mean I can tell you Some stories about my HBCU years And some of the things That I've experienced And seen while I was there oh, Thing man. is It's a lot of greatness Come out It's a lot of greatness Come out the hood Consciously we got to get together collectively as a people and, and see our problems and make our great institutions great. We spend a lot of time making their great institutions great instead of spending mm. more time making ours. You'd rather go to, uh, you know, everybody. you'd rather go to Duke than to go to Fort Valley. But, I mean, yeah, Fort Valley is a, a it, it doesn't look nothing like Duke's campus, but it has the potential to be great. Imagine if all the, all the star players said, look, I'm going to HBCU. People would stop watching D1, NCAA, March Madness. They'd be like, man, I got to watch this. this, the this other school what is it called? The SWAT? Deals. Is it the SWAT? I don't know what that is, man. The, 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 they would watch the, the black schools. Yeah, if yeah. All yeah. the stars well, was the, at the yeah, black schools. Yeah. They'd be getting TV deals, and then that, that also would bring the school more revenue, more money, because them TV deals would get you. My brother, yeah. mind you, when they play a game on ESPN2, them schools is getting money for that. Act like it. What, remember the Negro League back in the day? Brooklyn, what was it? Dodgers. Yeah. The black, why you think they ended that? Because <laughs> they was like, man, these yeah. niggas go, ain't nobody going to watch. Yep. Regular ba- baseball, they're going to be watching these mm-hmm. cats play. We got to let Jackie Robinson in the league. Why? Because. Nobody <laughs> wants to see him in this league. Right. Yeah, but I'm saying, that mentality, that same Harlem Renaissance mentality, that same Tulsa, Oklahoma, Durham, North Carolina mentality, that we can do it on our own. We can do trade with white folks. It ain't like we hate them. They hate us. But since they hate us, anybody hate me and never stop me from doing what I'm doing. <laughs> Mentally, we got to think like that. So white folks don't like us. Okay. Well, we're going to do our own thing then. And then guess what? After a while, they'll be knocking. Hey. Hey, y'all think y'all can do some trade with us? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure we can. We're going to make it worth our benefit, though. I mean, but yeah, that's that whole slave prison thing is, is messed up and the fact that they use that is should be a, a red flag or an eye opener to everybody black and everybody black who's in college and every parent who has a student in college playing sports well I'll I, I say this right I do think instillers need to have some kind of different rule or something where the players can get some bread because they do have mothers and it, it just made no sense when you're playing on TV in front of millions can't and your that. mom can't even watch the game because she working and save her ass at work or she ain't got cable to watch the game or she got money to come visit you to watch the game. That's it. So it's a, it's a, it's a lot that go into it that I do think they need to look at. Hey, you know what? And we get, it, 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 just say, um, 
to just say uh, a lot of those students that are, are athletes are going on on some kind of athletic scholarship. The ones that do come out the hood, you could at least get their parents if they are on on any kind of government assistance. You could at least get them off of that. Yeah. That's I mean, true. School could pay for that, or you can match it, <laughs> or you can match it, huh? Yeah, I'll match, match it. it. Just make it easy. They them. can use it for that, and then Come on, got man. some cushion. Yeah. So yeah, it's, 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 nobody wants to explore those options though. So it's up to us. Of course, of course. Um, obviously, like I told you, uh, we wouldn't go for thirty minutes, so we did do that. Obviously, yeah, um, yeah, which was cool. I mean, I, I expect to do that every time, mm-hmm. but I was the first time I wanted to make it a full length just so they can get a glimpse of you, and what, what kind you're gonna be doing, and yeah. then. But normally it's gonna be just mainly you, and you have my, you might have a guest. Have to talk about different things So gotcha. um, this, It was a good You know Exchange for the oh, first yeah, time And just to get some stuff Out of the way mm-hmm. I do want to uh, Want you to end it mm-hmm. I'm gonna let you end it Your own way You know Cause mm-hmm. you wanna talk about The I think CDC Yeah So if you can I'm gonna tell you a few things I'm gonna ask you a few things Cause I wanna know about mm-hmm. And I guess the average person Wanna know about, wanna know about. Just tell me what it, what it is CDC What you think it is um, Give us a backstory, Please if you may On a person Or what he has done Why you think They would want him gone why, if, what, you, what you think The motive behind him Being gone or missing And then lastly um, You mentioned that uh, uh, I, want, I want you to get Your point of Scientists Wanting to be president I'm pretty sure that, that ties into this What you were saying So just give us a rundown Give us your little I guess uh, Closing argument With this stuff You know what I'm saying Well Yep. Um, in Atlanta, at the CDC, Center for Disease Control, there was a brother named um, Timothy Cunningham. Uh, 35 years old brother, no kids, not married. Um, he had just recently been promoted to a commander at the CDC, which is uh, a pretty high-ranking position. He had worked on... Um, uh, he worked uh, um, on the Zika virus. If you remember that down in South America, they had the whole Zika outbreak. Zika outbreak, and he also went to Africa and worked with uh, the Ebola outbreaks that they had. And he was um, also uh, working with this uh, flu epidemic that we had this, this past season. Thing is, the brother went home, went to work one day, and left mid afternoon and said he felt sick. He went home, and nobody ever heard from him anymore. And he went home because his car was parked there at his house. His keys were in the car. His wallet was at the house. His dog, which his family says he loved his dog to death, it was just him and his dog, his dog was left in the house. And he was a frequent in frequent contact with his family all the time. So it was like, he just came up missing. Now You, you smell foul play. Oh, definitely, man. Now, the thing is, this year's flu season was... Was pretty was was a lot worse than I think they reported on television. Um, everybody and their mama say don't take the flu shot. But if a nigga from the CDC say don't take the flu shot, that's a pretty reputable source. You see what I'm saying? So if he says something like that, which is rumored that he was telling people, hey, don't take this flu shot, man. <laughs> and then he comes up missing. He's been missing since February the 12th. And they got a $10,000 reward out for him, but he's a 35-year-old black man. They ain't really, the news is not really taking it serious. To me, it's pretty serious, man. <laughs> well, it's, you know why? It's huh? not taking it serious. You said it earlier. First of all, remember this, people, um, DSFR, do you, you know, yeah. do some fucking research. research. Um, that's number one. Number two, you, you mentioned earlier, you made, you made the distinction of wondering and woke. Mm. I think the news is the people that wonder, so they give you stuff to wonder about. Yeah. And if you woke, you kind of dig a little deeper, and you like, this cracks. shit don't sound right. You telling me that he just disappeared? 
as yeah. smart as he is, just, and, and then didn't take his dog with him. And then you dig into to see, well, who was this guy? And then you see that, okay, he was a black man that was promoted. You start wondering, you start doing research. You got to, because it's like, okay, so he was promoted to the to commander, which means he, he probably had a pretty top secret clearance. Um, I want anybody that listens to the podcast right now to try to at least look that up. If you don't take that from the podcast, take Timothy DS Cunningham. FR, do some fucking research. Yeah, do that. Um, Cunningham. But I wanted to end with, because you, you spoke about that, and I, I think I, I smell foul play with that too. I, mm-hmm. But I do think when it comes to people being of our color, I think about Get Out And I think about Disappearance You know It's gonna be some White scientists That come out of nowhere And then he might be black I don't know You know I don't know But what I will say is um, A lot of times They do take Like the, like Not so much the leaders But when it comes to Private uh, What would you call it? Like Private doctors I guess mm-hmm. they, they, they take them It seems like Cause I, I, I listen. Uh, I hate to keep bringing the Rebel Club up, but Nipsey Hussle interview. If you get a chance, look that up. Was Rebel it? Club, Nipsey Hussle. Yeah. Oh. He spoke about yeah. that towards the end. He spoke about how it was a guy. He he was curing everything. I mean, Dr. C. Him. Yeah. Yes. Dr. C. B. Yeah. And it's like it's he died quite, from he pneumonia. Said, but he says almost like the block, where it's like their pharmaceutical money is something crazy. Oh, big pharma's mind you, serious. Quinn, if we if. Back in the day, right? Mm-hmm. Not now. Cause I don't know how much it is. I don't know how it is now. But I know when I came up, if I went in a corner mm-hmm. and I said, "Okay, I'ma sell cocaine on this corner today," mm-hmm. I probably won't make it that day. I'm probably gonna die because mm-hmm. I'm I'm taking. I might be taking four hundred dollars from somebody. Yeah. Four hundred though. That's a lot. Of I'll die for maybe even four. I might have made it for you. I might have sold forty dollars because I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But they missing forty dollars. And they like, yo, you taking our customer? I only, I only took two customers from them. Boom, head blown off. Who's dead. That? So imagine what they're gonna do to you when you're taking millions and, mil- and billions from them because you're curing shit that they say ain't no cure for. Oh, the dope game. Mind you, he real. won. The Dr. Sibby do, I believe he won a case. Dr. Sibby won a case for curing, curing AIDS. AIDS. So when you think about that, you think about this guy missing, these smart scientists missing, and I think about get out. I'm just like, yo, oh, shit, no, they just crazy. killed the woman that was a. Uh, um... Uh, the, well, a woman just died. I put it like that. That was um, she was in the herbal medicine. I can't, I didn't read that whole quote story. Unquote. I'm gonna start saying yeah. quote unquote when I say death. Well, I can say quote unquote. She, I say she died. No, That's not quote unquote quote. died because yeah. I'm like <laughs> she died. Yeah, but how is probably the, yeah. It's the allegedly, issue. but I mean it wasn't allegedly that she got killed. It was that she died. The thing is that people who people who die from health reasons, like Dr. CB died uh, from pneumonia. In the hospital, it's like this is a guy who worked his whole life telling you about what to put in and take your body, what to put in and take out of your body and how it needs to work. He lived good and then he gets, he died from pneumonia. But you know what, right there, it's the difference between wondering and woke. You know what I'm saying? You wonder and you let it go. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? You woke, you do the extra mile. Like, you you start, you just put two and two together and make four. Like, hold on, but wait. He cured cured AIDS, but he, he couldn't. Dude, but it's a means to it's, it's only one end That I see that When we I say we woke Once you wake up And you see it It's two ways That people who Two ways people look at me They either see me in, They either in denial Of what I'm saying And just don't want to accept that, uh, that That an oppressor Can do these things to you And I've seen it Too many times Throughout history That Dwight That's what I call them Dwight People I know what they do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know what they're capable of. I don't hate them for it, but I just I'm, I'm aware of what they're capable of. I'm, I'm not racist. I don't trust people. 
Huh? I don't trust nobody that's white. It's, it's, it's really hard for me to. I trust them to an extent. To a to an extent. Just to an extent. But if you give me too much, then I really don't trust you. Because it's like, even a job. It's like, oh, you gave me the job? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to question like, it because now I know that it's what, what, what you, you, you know, you gave me this job. I got it. You must want me to mess up. Or you set me up for failure or something. Set me up, or either you see my benefit and you see how you, you can use benefit. me for that. Yeah, I've not. I've, I've and maybe maybe it's just me. Call it prejudice, or you can't call it racism. I've never met a white person who's befriended me that didn't benefit out of something that I was doing mm. for them or for myself, but they were going to benefit from what I was doing. Not one from the job that I don't work to the street hustles. I've never met a white person that that's been like, hey. You just cool. Well, except for maybe one, maybe one. You just brown, man. Maybe one, maybe two. But I done met a million of them, and if it's any type of business, they don't up the end of that business. I mean, they. I, I think I might have told you this once before. Uh, Shaka Zulu. Shaka Zulu. You ever seen Shaka Zulu or watched it? Shaka Zulu had his homeboy there. The white man came down with horses, and guns, and he was like, "Hey, man." You can be one of us. He'll take this horse, take this gun as a gift. Shaka Zulu was like, cool. His partner was like, hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> you might need to Don't watch these guys. Tracker, man. <laughs> he was like, why I got to watch them? They're giving me this stuff. He was like, hey, man, they ravens. Ravens fly in the sky. You think they're going to give you wings to let you fly? With them, they may let you fly, but you a jaguar. You on the ground. You ain't going to let no raven come down here and run the ground. So you run the ground, let them run the sky. If they give you wings, trust me, they're not going to let you fly. Mm. <laughs> that's that's deep. That's deep. Real that's talk. Deep. Um, <laughs> I like this. This was good. Um, and I feel like don't get me wrong. I feel like the more you, the more and more you do it, the better, the better it's gonna oh, get. Yeah. I'm a, I'm gonna challenge you. I, I think one a good episode. I'm beyond with you. Mm-hmm. Me and Sonya talk about this. So shout out to Sonya. I'm giving her the credit for this. Wait, you, Cliff, gotta get Cliff on the episode, man. I get him in. You gotta get clip on the episode, I'm and we got to meet at, a, at the store, or some my store. We could be a recorder there, or whatever. But it's gonna get loud and unruly at the store. I, Cause yeah. me and Cliff go. That, but I, I think that'd be dope for just to start your, you know, start your show and get it out there. Cause that'd be a good, up. that'd be a good guest to have. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we'll we'll hit up. I'll hit up. I just, I'm gonna get. But up. I also I'm want you to think about. I want anybody that listen to this um, podcast, and you want somebody to. I want anybody. If they want, I'll do this. I'll say, mm-hmm. you want to get out DVD. A good thing to do is um, send feedback on, uh, uh, I guess a scientist or a black scientist oh, just, yeah, just, that just disappeared. Just DSFR and what you see, post it. And if you post it or if you direct it to me or the email or to more than the masters dot. Yeah, increase your chances of winning. We might just pick yeah, yeah, I either just hat. send it, and then maybe it could be a topic of discussion. I don't know all the answers. I don't have all the answers. Way. So if you can, <laughs> so if you can, if you post something and you see something, if I'm missing something, put it up. I research it. I promise you, I will. I discuss it. And uh, the premise of my show is just going to be to get a couple of facts out during the course of the week. Hopefully, uh, occasionally we'll delve into some other things because there are some things that I want to discuss that people are scared to touch, especially religion. I'm not an atheist, but we're going to talk about that at a later date. Anyway, but we'll get into a bunch of different things. Of course, of course. Make sure you you know, share it. Um, send it to your friends, your grandmother. She might, If you got headphones, let's send it to her. Um, send it to everybody you can. Um, just share it, share it, share it. Sure. And the whole point is to create dialogue. So if anything you don't agree with, that is fine. That is what, you, that is what we want. But I'm basing um, everything off of facts that I see. But yeah, if you want everything in between. So I'm not just making stuff up and saying this is how I feel about it. No, I'm just gonna put the facts out there and I'm gonna tell you what it is. You don't have to agree with what it is. 
But when I say, <laughs> but you open to healthy debates, right? Yeah, oh yeah, I'm open to debate. And if you want to, if, if even if you are somebody that wants to just come on, you can contact me. You can contact mm-hmm. Q. It's his show. So if he said yeah, he said yeah, and then y'all could talk about last week episode for thirty Everything. minutes. It's going to go to 40 minutes, though, because like I said, it's yeah. going to be called, what you said, 30. It's going to be 30, 30, a half hour of black power. But we definitely we might, always going to yeah. go over the we time. We might be on CP time. Because black people cannot, we wouldn't do us justice if we just did 30 yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah, I know. At least got to be 31. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> 31 on 9, man, yeah, you know, just yeah. for, <laughs> for safe measures. All right, man, um, half hour black power, man. Shout out to Q. Appreciate you. All right, man. We're going to keep doing this thing. We're going to get it together.